1: go.
2: Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host back again, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's episode, we are going to be focusing on another workshop at the LCR Summit, another presenter, and also a good friend of mine. And peer and mentor to many in our community John Pajak how's it going John
3: oh oh man I was not expecting this to me that's that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm doing great, Naylor. How you been? I'm doing
2: great. That's man, that is awesome. Yeah, I know. The, the, I wish the audience. I had, yeah, I wish I had that much fanfare for me. Jeez, I know. It's your show,
3: man. They should be they should be rooting for you today. But
2: uh. well, well, what it is is they're so excited because they know you're gonna be offering something really special at the LCR Summit because you've had budgets break-evens and bottom-lines course, um, your, your Profits with Payjack podcast, and you've really been bringing that out to everyone in the community, really kind of um, refining all of this, that you've been kind of helping so many in the community for so many years, but you've finally really started, like I said, to refine it, package it, and offer, you know, we talked off-air about your beta version and all that stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. to, to to really get a great value package for, for those, for the folks that, that just, you know, crudely don't know their numbers and, and, and all the details within knowing your numbers. I mean, that term has been thrown around so many times and people probably are numb to it now and maybe didn't even know what that even meant. Maybe still don't. And that's maybe probably like an old thing that we shouldn't even say anymore, but you know, it's a, it's a generalization saying knowing your numbers, but really it comes down to being profitable. Like we're in business to make money, right? Not just work ourselves to death. Like we're not just working just to work. Like we want to actually have money to take home and to live our life and to, you know, um, for our, for the business to thrive and for the, the team that potentially works in the business with us to thrive and all that. So you can't do that if you don't have the right numbers, if you don't know your numbers, right? If you don't <laughs> know all the ins and outs of your business to make it profitable. So you, you've definitely become known as, as the guy for that. And, um, you know, even though you haven't helped me necessarily personally in that, in that respect, you've definitely with all kinds of other things, even just talking about the LCR summit and, and tickets and all these things, like you're always the numbers guy, you're always breaking it down. So you, you just have that kind of mindset. And I recently, I think it was on your podcast, maybe you were kind of talking about some of your backstory about. Um, and just your experiences that kind of, you didn't really say it like this, but to me, it kind of like paved the way and and, and prepared you to get to this. Cause I always wondered, like, you know, pe- people aren't just born like this, right? No, no one, no one is, no one is born like a, a all-star athlete or a super knowledgeable person or, or whatever. Like, you, you know, you, you're born with that potential, you know, and some people have different potentials for different things, uh, potentially be an athlete, whatever, but uh, you still have to, you, you have to get there. Right. So I was always wondering, like, how did pay get like this? Like, what? how do you know <laughs> all this? how did you acquire all yeah. this knowledge? You weren't just born with it. So why, why don't we start there and kind of go into your backstory a little bit of, of how you became so knowledgeable.
3: Yeah. I, you know, it, 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 obviously it is not something that you're just born with it. It, it, I found that it has been a series of events in my life and it's taken many years to get to where I'm at. And, you know, it first started, I believe, I mean, I've always been a hard worker and did things with my hands my whole life. Uh, And I've spent a lot of time in the green industry and we're talking like I would work for people, you know, like through high school, um, that was just kind of like, hey, you know, I just need a couple bucks. Let me do some things. I'll work for a friend. I'll work for whoever. Uh, but really in the late 90s is when I kind of came into it and I started working with a company. And then it just turned into I started at the bottom, you know, just as like a trimmer guy. And then it moved up to a mower and then moved into uh, leadership within their company. So I was a crew lead. I would take care of, you know, my truck. And then I also took care of uh, several other trucks. It was like I had to make sure QC was, you know, quality control was was done. And I had various, uh, you know, jobs and duties in that aspect. Shortly after that, I crashed. I started. I'm like, I could do this. I could make this money for myself. I had that whole, uh, you know, I'm a technician. I'm really good at what I do. I should be able to just do this and make more money. And I screwed that all up and I failed. (laughs) 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 So that, that was like the first step of like, okay, you, you, you had your technical skills and then you failed. I didn't know the, I didn't know the numbers. Okay. And you know, we're, we're using that phrase very loosely. I'm sure everybody listening has heard that beat to death. That's why, uh, in in a few seconds here, I'll tell you about my patented course, my (laughs) i trademarked it so that it's you know a little bit different but anyway the the from there i still went back worked for another the same company for a while and at the time it was funny i went back to school uh i went back to college and i was taking i was basically going to a medical trade school where i was doing massage therapy i went through that was still working the the a lawn care company would work midnights at uh, Baskin Robbins. That really doesn't have all that that does, the, the, doing all three things at once. All that is, it just shows you you have to have grit. You know, I, I wanted more for myself. So it's like I need money and I need to learn something. So I, that's what I focused on. Right after I got out of that school, graduated with a certificate and everything. I ended up going back to that same college and I became an instructor. Wow. And that was the starting point. That was the foot in the door, which led me down this path that I did not anticipate. You know, now you look back in hindsight, you're starting to see some things like popping up and it's like the experiences that I got. Well, I started out just as the lab tech, you know, assisting other instructors, uh, was a substitute, uh, instructor for a little while and then it turns out that they needed within the the college they needed a bookstore manager and i'm like well that gives me some more money that'll get me you know that'll get me going and it was crazy because like it was just like i took over the whole thing and just turned it on its ear started making uh changes within the company to make them more money and i was also trying to save money for the, the students too Wow. And I found a a little balance there. And um, anyway, they ended up. Here's the joke I like to tell. I became the assistant to the the director of education. So if anybody watches The Office, um, you know, I had a whole Dwight Schrute title of assistant to the director of education. Wow. <laughs> On top of all the other things that they had me doing. Right. Um I realized I wasn't making enough money. They kind of burnt me out, but I had, from that job, I had learned a lot of, uh, you know, organizational skills and, like, it started putting together systems for me, you know, things that I, which we'll we'll talk about in just a second. After that, I went into, I just decided I had an opportunity to get into construction and I was, I became a laborer uh, at a local 41, which is laborers union uh, nearby here. And from there, I was in the dirt again, working with my hands, doing the things I do. I just could leave work at home, you know, or, you know, once I left work, I could leave it at there instead of taking it home with me. Right. And after a while, I, you know, they started seeing something in me. I started doing uh, time sheets and everything, taking care of times for not just one crew, but multiple crews. And, you know, making sure people get paid is a pretty important duty. Right. So I had all this experience with with that and then I don't know how it happened but again I worked <laughs> for another company they put me into estimating. Wow. And it was crazy. I was working on so many different jobs. I remember one of the first ones that I bid on was like a 2 million dollar job and I'm sitting there thinking about the numbers but I you know they had kind of trained me a little bit on it. But then I, there's just something about me, like when I go through it, I'm like, oh, wait, we can make this way better. And I, I went through everything and I became a very good estimator. I wasn't working directly for the company. I was still basically like a subcontractor, but I was working within their hierarchy of what should be just a regular employee and making them money. Uh, it got to be so successful that I remember one of my the biggest I told Paul Jamison this uh, when we were at LAL, he goes, Hey, what's the biggest job you ever did? And I'm like, well, I helped get the $53 million account or, you know, job that was a multi-year job for, you know, hundreds and hundreds of tradesmen. And, you know, so anyway, right. Just trying to make it quick here. Um, It got to the point where I ended up going back into the field because I wasn't working directly for that company. They once, uh, I kind of made them a bunch of money. They decided, hey, you can go back in the field. <laughs> yeah, geez. we're just, we're just, we're just gonna pay you what the, uh, you know, the, the, the laborers are making. And I was like, okay. And you know, some things started happening. I, you know, my daughter was born. I was working, still working in extremely dangerous conditions because you know we're working in the steel mills, we're working in the oil refinery, and even though there's a safety culture there. You can't really protect yourself from everything happening, right? So a few, you know, a few accidents. There was a few near misses that um, happened. I had some uh, coworkers that really weren't looking out for me like I was looking out for them. And you know, I decided, you know, I never almost got killed mowing lawns. Wow! And I remember you and I having a conversation about this on <laughs> oh, the, man. you know, get to the, know the pro uh, back get to in know the day. pro back in the day. Yeah, and uh, you know, so bring everybody up to speed. You're like, what the, dude, paycheck, why did you just talk about like for four minutes? Why are you telling me this? (laughs) Well, the thing is in hindsight, you know, I went ahead and I created a new business. I said, I dedicated myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back to lawn care and I'm going to do this right this time. I learned from my mistakes when I failed my first company, I took all the experience that I had just acquired over the past decade of, you know, trying to figure out like, you know, I could just take all these estimating skills that I have built up in the construction field. I could take the management, uh, you know, the, the systemizations that I learned at the college and how to make things better there. I could take all of these kind of wrap it up in a bow and make my business good. Well, I did that. And I my first year I was profitable. Everything, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to really start a business and within the first year be profitable. And I just kept going, and then I started being becoming more engaged in the community that we have. And you know, I, I would see in the Facebook groups, be like, "Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of people asking questions. I could answer that." So I would go ahead, and I would start doing. Um, you know, we had Whiteboard Wednesdays. I remember
0: the,
3: <laughs> the the Lawn Digest group on Facebook that I started out in, and then. You know, there's been several other groups where some of them were private groups and I would, guys would be talking about things like, Naylor, you probably nodding over there because uh you remember these very well. It's like, it wasn't even solicited. It's like, how do you do this? Like, you know, I could solve your problem here, man. Hang on, let me get the whiteboard. And I pull, a stop up in front of the whiteboard. Right. I start cranking things out. And it's like, by the end of it, you know, I, it was a Snapchat group. So after like 50 slides, 50 snaps, you know, like, the board started out blank and then it turned into this like insane looking, uh, you know, <laughs> equation. Yeah. Um, but the <laughs> thing is, it's like after all that was done, I was helping out a lot of people and obviously it was trying to help them with their, the number side of their business. And I remember in 2017, I finally, I was, I just had a name pop in my head and it was budgets, break evens and bottom lines. Hmm. And I realized that's exactly what I do because I build a budget for people. I help them understand what their break-even point is for each of their services. And then we make sure that the bottom line is the profits. We're going to make sure you have a healthy bottom line. It's in the red. It's not in the red. It's in the, it's in the black. Yeah. And from then that just seemed like when, for all those years that I, all the, 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 trials and tribulations all the blood sweat tears and years that i put into mastering that craft of what i do now it's i still run a successful lawn care business but i do a lot of coaching too and that's where and then of course with profits with PayJack podcast i am able to attract more people to it i could kind of resolve some of their problems just by speaking and putting it out there but you know if they need additional help, that's when they could find my coaching. So in a long, I'm trying try to keep that as tight as possible, but that's kind of where I came from. And that's how, you know, it wasn't an overnight thing. It's not a book that I, you know, it's not a single book that I read that got me to where I'm at today. It's, it's, it was a long road, but I really feel like looking in hindsight, I needed each and every one of those uh, experiences to become who I am now. And yeah. it was just a matter of like, listening and letting god tell me like this is the where you should be this is the direction you should be going just shut up and listen to me <laughs> go through the pain and then you could help more people. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say
2: that, that it seems like you were, you were born with the right mindset or or, or the right mind to be able to process all of these experiences. So it's like a combination of what you were born with, right? The mind that you have, and then you had to go through all those experiences to actually get you to where you are today. Just like you said, you know, like Mm -hmm. to, and to create the 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 courses and, and you know to be able to coach people and, and really help them in in more ways than than just you know numbers but that's really what you become known for and I mean I know you were helping me with some uh, you know break evens you know talking with LCR Summit like you're like getting all these numbers this is your break even I was like man Paycheck you're you're at it you're <laughs> always on top of it man like it just doesn't stop that's awesome so I get got to witness it firsthand you know on on a, on a fraction uh, of of a level so. So going into the LCR summit, what what is it that, that that people can expect? You know, to to learn. You know, at the LCR summit, like at your workshop, like I really wanted to be able to allow you to provide, like like give you a space to to provide this kind of information and and help for uh, you know fellow entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um, that that might might not even know what they don't know, right? And 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 they might wonder why they don't have. As much money as they want, you know, at the end of the day or in their bank account or why they're, you know, struggling to make payroll and things like that. We, we've all been there, myself included. So, you know, it, it sometimes it's not. You know, like even the best of us is what I'm trying to say sometimes still have our moments where we kind of let things slide or or, or not even let we just kind of get caught up in whatever, just the the business or life and things start to slip a little bit or we 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 miss something here and there and and it kind of compounds. And you're like, oh, you know, that's where where all these different systems and checks and balances can help you. Grab a hold of it before, like you're not waiting till the end of the year, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I have no money!" You know, like you're doing quarterly and this and that and all these different things. But without stealing all your thunder, what what are what are your <laughs> your thoughts on that? And, and what what can some of the yeah. folks look forward? <laughs> to?
3: This, this is my show now, man. This is my show. I'm taking it over right now. This is what we're gonna do. No, uh, <laughs> really, to you know what I want to bring to the summit. Uh, obviously, it's gonna be it's gonna be incredibly value packed. I mean. Just some of the other speakers. We, I mean, just Jonathan Petoski himself, uh, Marvin Salcido, uh, just all all the people that are coming. I mean, it's just going to be great. Keith Kalvis, just with the marketing part, it's going to be impressive. Yeah, um, he's come a long way with with marketing yeah. too. I've talked to him a lot recently,
2: and he's like just rattles all this stuff off. I'm like, I'm okay now. My brain's numb. Let's 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 right. ch- let's talk about something else now. He's like, Dude, you have no idea. I'm exactly. Like, no, I really don't think I do. Actually, I don't think I do. No, he's <laughs> have an idea. He's yeah. like, I'm gonna knock people off their chairs. They're not gonna know what to do with themselves. I'm just gonna blow their minds. I'm like, All right, man. Let's ease into it. You got two hours to ease into it. So anyway, yeah. Like to your yeah, to your, I, to I your think-
3: point. There's, going to be a lot of like, value my stuff is not as sexy because it <laughs> that's the problem but it's the 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 core that you really need and able to do all the other things because you could have so much enthusiasm and don't get me wrong like i know keith he's passionate and he is going to be i think he's going on after me so that's going to be a good thing because i don't think i could follow him up <laughs> when, when it comes to uh you know getting y'all riled up about it because like we're literally going to be talking about numbers but it's not the sexiest thing, like I said, but it is definitely the core that you need. And it gives you permission to do all the other things like the marketing and then, the, you know, making sure you have a good company culture. That's what Marvin Salcido is going to be talking about. That, I'm just making that overly simple. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, just with those guys, you know, they're going to be masters in their own sense. And what I want to bring to the to the summit is is it's going to basically be a it's going to even though it's not going to be customized just to you because we're talking to a group, it's still going to be a deep dive into how changing your mindset about the numbers of your business. And what I like to do is I basically have, this is a system that I've built over the years that really addresses everything that you really need to concentrate on when it comes to pricing your services. Because there are a lot of other KPIs that we need to, you know, track in our business. But I put this together so it's it's more, even though it's it's very in-depth and it's, I wouldn't say it's super complicated by any means, but it's going to definitely change. It's not the know your numbers. Okay. <laughs> right. this, is, this is not like, because what does that mean? We don't know. Like, it's like, well, what numbers are we tracking? I don't know. It's like when people tell you to know your numbers, it's like, yeah, I get an idea of it, but like when we go through budgets, break evens, the bottom lines, so that's a course that I, it's a workshop that I do individually with people. We're bringing that to the masses right now. And I've got it put together to where it goes through all the major things that you need to know. It's, you know, focusing on your labor you, to understand, you're going to, bu- we're going to build budgets, you know, to, so that you know what the service prices are. Uh, the prices for all your services are, we're going to talk about goals. We're going to say, you know, that's part of the budgeting. It's like, where do you want to be? Where, where are you at right now with your business? Is this where you want to stay? Do you want to grow it? Do you want to, uh, you know, shut the doors? Do you, you know, do you want, or do you, are you happy where, where it's at right now? And, you know, a lot of people don't think about that. They're like, I want to make a million dollars. That's the first thing a lot of people say to <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, we could do that. What are you What are you doing? We're mowing. Are you doing anything else? No. Okay. Well, here, this is what you're going to need to do. Like, you're going to have to. What are you doing right now? Oh, we're doing 100k. You're going to basically have to 10x your your entire business just to get to a million. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even about raising prices. Sometimes it's about being more efficient. So it goes a lot deeper than just hey, here's the math equations. We just we're going to discuss goal setting and. Once we figure that out, then we build a budget around that. And then from there, we go into finding out what your break even points are. So you, we're going to talk about, you know, what it actually, you know, most people have a payroll company do all their, um, their payroll for them. So they don't know exactly what it, uh, say an $18 an hour guy or $20 an hour guy actually costs them. We're going to kind of go into that and we're going to be like, look, here's what it costs with your labor burden. You know the FICA taxes and all this other stuff, and people are like, "Oh, I I I got a program that does it." It's like I understand that, but we need to know what the anticip the anticipated uh, rates that we're going to be putting on those people, because that's going to affect your your break even. And then it's like, "Oh, well, yeah, I just pay the taxes." Do you have any? Do you have uh, incentive programs? Do you have vacation paid vacation? Do you offer health benefits? Do you offer all these things? It's like, "Oh, well." You know, maybe some guys aren't at that level yet. Some guys might be like, "Yeah, I want to do that, but I just don't know how." It's like this is how we're going to figure this in. So maybe that twenty dollar an hour guy, he might actually cost you thirty dollars after your your fringe benefit package is added in as well. So we have that. Then we we start looking at like your equipment operate uh, equipment replacement costs and your operational costs as well. Because, you know, everybody, let's just put it simply, everybody has a truck, right? Right. We have we have some sort of vehicle that gets us to and from each job. Right. You have day. to, yeah. We, I take it down to to literally like, okay, well, how much should you pay for that? How long are you going to keep it? Did you have to put any upgrades on it? Are you calculating for like, are you going to buy a truck the same value later in the future? Are you going to keep it for five years? Are you going to keep it for three years? How, you know... We, we go deep into that and what ultimately comes out, then we, we find out exactly how much just to replace that vehicle costs. And we even count, account for inflation. We account for, um, you know, wear and tear on it, the maintenance it costs. And then we figure out like how much fuel it goes through. And then you we, we, we put that into perspective and we go, hey, this is what it takes for us to operate that piece of equipment. Right. And, you know, it just breaks it down basically line by line for each piece of equipment you have that you're going to be for whatever services you're offering. Okay, so you could basically we're basically building you a catalog so that, you know, for sure, like you're going to recover not only the replacement cost of that piece of equipment or vehicle, you're also going to know what it costs you to run it. And we create a catalog for each one of those items. Nice. And then we go on from, from there. It's like fixed expenses, like your overhead, you know, what does it cost you to have a shop? What does it cost to keep that shop running and operating every day? Your salaries for your, either your owner's pay or for like say a receptionist or somebody in the back office, we incorporate all those things. And we even, I even have a special section just for marketing, you know, not about how to market, but you know, that I'll leave that to Keith. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. and 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 all that but a and, section for like a mug, a marketing budget and things like correct. that right yeah and people don't a lot of a lot of guys they do not have budgets at all they're just like well, i don't know i just drive around the truck and people will wave us down it's like <laughs> yeah that's pretty the, hit and miss yeah <laughs> if you're trying to scale your business and you need you know when you basically when you have all of these things combined and you know what it costs you to do these these this work not only does it allow you to price it properly, but it when you have that marketing budget in, included in there, it also allows you to scale, to scale your business. And again, we're going to hit on things like, I'm not going to be focused on it, but like dent, route density, you know, that's part of the marketing. It's like, hey, again, I'm going to leave that to, you know, if you talk about your route density right. or, if, uh, you know, we, we talk, Keith uh, talks about it, but that allows you to scale your business and you could be confident, you know, it's, I'm not promising success with this. What I'm, what I'm doing is I, I I realized this a little while ago, I am providing the bumpers, you know, like if you go bowling, right, I'm trying to help you from failing. I'm trying to guide you so that if you just follow along with it, It almost, it's not a guarantee that you're not going to fail, but as long as you go through the whole process, it's going to prevent you from making a lot of mistakes that, you know, like I made when I had my first business, I did not have any guidance. I just did. I was a good technician and I thought I could make a lot of money going off on my own. I did not, you know, even if I went back now, I could for the first company that I worked for, I could have been like, man, if I could do this, we could have. I could have turned that, I could have made that guy retire like 20 years ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you feeling stuck in the
1: slow lane of business growth? Wondering how to assemble a dream team that propels your business forward? Or perhaps putting in the hustle, but not seeing the financial results that you crave? We get it. But guess what? We've got the game-changing event you've been waiting for. Get ready for the LCR Summit, your ultimate experience to get answers and take action. Join industry titans, Keith Kalfas, John Pajak, Marvin Salcedo, Paul Jamison, Mr. Producer, and Jeremy Vest in dynamic workshops on marketing, team building, and company culture. Budgets, break-evens, and bottom lines. Podcasting and YouTube content creation. Designed to kick your business into high gear picture this two days of hands-on interactive sessions in the heart of atlanta georgia at the creators clubhouse on january 19th and 20th limited seats ensure an engaging experience so you're not just attending you're participating collaborating and transforming oh and did we mention a special bonus brace yourselves for jonathan patoshnik the lawn care millionaire delivering a keynote that's worth the price of admission alone lcr summit event host naylor taliaferro says i wish this event existed when i started my business it's a unique opportunity to connect with industry leaders and invest in the future growth of your business click the link in the episode description or head straight to lcrsummit.com to snag your seat before they sell out and by the way tickets are fully refundable because hey we get it business emergencies happen and when there's snow you gotta go so invest in your future worry free Here's to the clear skies and bright future of your business. We'll see you January 19th through the 20th at the LCR Summit, lcrsummit.com. What made that business
2: fail? Like, well, I or, again, or, or, or like, like, no, what I mean is like, how did you know it failed? Like what made you give up? Like what made you just be like, all right, that, that didn't work. I'm going to do
3: something else. I realized that I was working very hard, not making any money. And it was just because I was following the same model that the, you know, the guy that I was working for followed. And it just was like, he just kind of would, he'd been doing this for many years and he just kind of said, Hey, you know what, this is what everybody's charging and this is what I'm going to do. And I realized that I needed to be very specific where, um, you know, going back, I'm like, man, I didn't put any, every. Dollar That I made was just coming to me. It wasn't being invested into the business itself. And, you know, if you're just starting out. Okay. And this is this isn't just for people that are starting out. I've had companies come to me that, you know, have like a, uh, you know, two to three million dollars in revenues and they still gone through me. And then they're like, oh, wow, this is this is crazy. I never thought about this stuff before. I'm like, how did you get to like two million dollars in revenue without knowing any of this, and they're just like I don't know. We you know they're heavily lever- leveraged, heavily in debt, or the you know dad gave them some money or something like that, and that's just kind of they just no, turned it no, over. Nobody's got- getting paid, like they're they're not paying themselves. They're it, just randomly taking exactly. money out of the company
2: whenever they need something. Like oh, we'll just take it out the company, and like that's right. not how it works.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, there was a lot of a lot of that too, where it's like uh, they would get their payroll done, but everything else was kind of like well, that's just my money or. I'm not going to pay myself. I'll just take the money out when I need it. Right. And, you know, a lot of these guys, they bought or financed equipment and it's on its last leg right now, but they don't have any money to replace that piece of equipment. Yeah. It's just kind of like, yeah, we're spending about, you know, $40,000 in repairs every year on this one piece of equipment. It's like, yeah, you got to get rid of that. You got to fix (laughs) that. Yeah, this but, is where, but, how you,
2: but they didn't have a plan for that. And that's where, right. you know, having a budget helps you plan that. Like something that you've said in the past, you know, like people are, they, they think budget's a bad word, like it's going to restrict you. But you say it actually gives you like the power. It gives you the freedom to be able to spend, to get a new mower
3: if and when you need it, because you have it all budgeted in. Right. Exactly. It really does. Budgets do give you freedom. Because you're telling the money where to go. You're telling the money what it needs to be focused on. When you don't and you're just shooting from the hip, you're just kind of going from fire to fire and just throwing money at it instead of having a calculated plan that says, okay, listen, we are going to put X amount towards this issue. So we don't have that issue anymore. Now, it's it, I'm not saying it's a, it's not impossible to, like, see everything uh, that that could possibly happen. You know, accidents happen. That's why we have good insurance. And, you know, but that's part of it. You plan for those things. It's like, listen, it, we're going to make sure we have a good insurance uh, policy that covers everything. That's why it's important, you know, kind of going on a sidetrack a little bit, but it's important to every you know year or every time you invest in some big piece of equipment to revisit your insurance policy as well so that you're covered and that if something catastrophic happens it's not like you're just paying the deductible on it and you make sure that your policy covers that uh so you're not incurring like a $20,000 hit to the business it's more like hey I paid a $1,000 deductible and yeah my insurance rates are probably going to go up but it, that's why we have it yeah and you know like with with I I always budget every year to cover at least, you know, three insurance claims. Yeah. And that we have that money stuffed off to the side. And then if we have to use it up, well, then we replenish it, you know, and if we, you know, it's, you know, there's this whole cycle to it. But, you know, that's kind of getting off point (laughs) to what I want, to what I want to bring to the summit though. Right, right. Well, no, but, but, but it's
2: also just another example. It's just one, there's so many examples I'm sure that, you know, we can always come up with to, to help people like wrap their heads around budgeting and all the different things. So I, I I still think it's totally relevant, but at the summit, you're going to bring up examples that are probably more relevant to the folks there and, and, and engage with them and, and they can ask questions. And it's like, you're literally teaching a class, you know, like you're there, it's not a classroom, but it's, it's a room that you can, you know, you will be at the front, you know, with your vibe board teaching, you know, like, well, if you don't know what that is, Google it, John had to figure it out too. It's state of the art stuff. It's the new, the new, new whiteboard of, of the, uh, you know 2024 here but um yeah but so you you literally are going to be teaching a class on this so everyone can you know raise their hand if they want, you know they, yeah, they exactly. can, you know they can ask questions and i'm sure you will interact with folks as well and ask if there's any questions or anyone needs clarification you know who does this in their business or you know who struggles with that and, and you you know start figuring out together and all that that's the whole point of this the LCR summit mm-hmm. is all about engaging, you know, interactive workshops versus like the traditional, like big conferences where you can still get good information and motivational speeches and all that, but you're just kind of sitting there listening the whole time and it's it's a different vibe. And I wanted this to be a little more intimate, smaller, you know, in, in an actual space where there's podcasts and YouTube studios across the hall that we can actually learn you know, for those workshops on day one and uh, get content throughout the whole event as well. And then, you know, have the main room where we can teach all these workshops and interact with the the attendees. So that's that's kind of the, that that whole goal. But I wanted to ask you before we wrapped up, I wanted to uh, touch base back on or, or come back to what you said about it's not sexy, Not only that, but I feel like it's avoided as well. Like the top, this topic is like avoided, like
3: almost people are scared or
2: something. Like what, why why do you think that is?
3: I mean, a lot of people, I mean, (laughs) it's funny how people will argue to the end about like which mowers better on, you know, forums and stuff, right? You know, pick your... Pick whichever one you want reddit or Facebook or whatever it is right uh you know they'll sit there and trash each other about like oh yeah you if you don't run steel then you're not a man blah 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 they avoid I feel like they avoid the uh the the financial part because they're not they're not educated enough on it and I'm not saying that you know people are running around there just they're, they're very intelligent people out there that are killing it look at all the really good really successful people that are killing it in their businesses. Right. And they don't have to be huge companies. They could just be, you know, still the mom and pop, but they know what it costs them to run their business. They're very comfortable and they, they could take the winter off or they could take a whole season off in a, in a sense, like they don't have to be on the machines all the time. Right. Um, Actually, some of the most successful people that I know, they don't have like these multi-billion or not billion dollar, but you know what I'm saying. Right. They, they don't have these huge like franchise like businesses. They still have small businesses, but they are very profitable and they are making their live in their dream. You know, every other time, you you know, if you're looking at them on social media or something, actually, so a lot of the people that I know that are really success, successful, they don't really share it on online. Right. It's like, yeah, I just, I just call them up and I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? Oh, Hey, we're, we're actually down in the keys right now. Right. Oh, okay. Hey, you know, it's like I call them back like two weeks later. Hey, yeah, we're going to go up to Colorado. It's like. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 busy. Yeah. They're busy living their life. <laughs> I'm like, Wait, when are you working again? It's yeah. like, oh yeah, we, we got that taken care of. We're good to go. It's like, yeah. how many crews are you running? Oh, we only got two, but you know, they're doing good. We just check in every now and again. It's like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. But you know. Like you said, going back to, um, it, you know, like the classroom setting, that's what I what I love is because i am already prepared for that. I used to do that. Right. Hence, going back to the origin story of, you know, teaching as being an instructor in the college. I, this is what the, to the format that I really am. I love because these smaller formats where you're really going to be able to just raise your hand and say, hey, how about this? You like, you know, while maybe while I'm saying something, something clicks with you. I'll try to keep it to a certain, you know, like Q&A, but I don't, I'm not going to wait to the very end. Right. You know, if you have a question about something, you know, don't be afraid to ask. Right. Because it might help other people that are there too. Exactly. And it might, you know, it it might take us a little off track, but at the same time, we have time. Right. You know, we don't have time for everything, but for every little section we go through, I definitely want people to ask because that might be the key to unlocking uh or getting over the fear of asking those questions because like i said in the beginning people are, will debate which mower's the best <laughs> right but then they don't talk about like hey you know what um i'm trying to find the right you know margin in my business right. but the thing is when you ask questions like that because you don't know your numbers you know to go back to the colloqu- colloquial blah 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 um we you know they if they don't understand what it costs them to run their business, you know, that's what makes them hesitant to ask other people, because I'll tell you what, I've worked with people that are basically, you know, in the same region. They're not neighbors. They're not competitors. They're far enough away, but the the regions are pretty, the demographics and everything are pretty much the same. And I, they, they operate very different businesses. You know what I mean? Like right. the, the one company might have, different ambitions and that's where the key comes in because not everybody has, this is why we talk about goals and goal setting because not everybody has the same ambition where I was talking about the the people that are very successful and they only have like a two, they only run two crews. Their numbers are going to be different than somebody that has the ambition of getting to a, a, you know, like say a a $10 million company. They're going to have to scale differently. They're going to have to have different, um, there there's going to be different uh, aspects to each business once you hit certain thresholds, you know, once you scale it to a certain size, there are going to be things that come out of nowhere. You're going, I never anticipated that. It's like, yeah, there's going to be a time when you're really, it's almost feels like you're starting your business all over again because you have to implement different items. So the, the thing is, it's like they might be in the same place right now, but maybe that's where the one company caps out and the other one is still struggling to get to the next level. And their numbers are going to be, they're going to be different. Their goals are going to be different. And finding out what profit margins, it's going to work for somebody, but it's not going to work for somebody else. And that's what I want to bring that to light with budgets, break-evens, and bottom lines. Yeah. That could be customized just to your business. It's not just the general Hey, this is what you should be charging. And this is what you should be trying to do. It's like, that doesn't work. Cause like, if somebody tells me, you know, Hey, this is how you become a ballerina. I'm going to be like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be a ballerina. I don't want to, I want to be a jet fighter. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like, well, that's two different, totally different things. Like how, <laughs> how do you, you know, I, I know this is outside the, outside the box thinking, but that's the best way I could kind of explain it. It's like, Well, if you're going to be a jet fighter pilot, you're not going to be doing the things a ballerina needs to do to be an expert in her field or his field. Right. You know, so it's, but the thing is the system that I've developed with budgets, break even, and bottom lines, it is so adaptable. It could go from, it could, (laughs) it could help you achieve basically any kind of goal within there. And I said, it's not mostly based on success. It puts the guardrails up so you don't fail. Right. You know. It's really more of like, if you're afraid of telling people like what your numbers are going to be this, this it's like, well, yeah, obviously you have to go deeper into it, but the, the way that I have it set up, it allows you to, it, it kind of safeguards you. It, it really, because it identifies what your person, what your business goals are, what it it's going to require for your business to achieve that. So it's, Almost not like one of those, oh, rah, 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 energy speeches of uh, you can accomplish anything. It's more like I'm going to help. This is why it's not so sexy. You know, I'm not going to go out. You're going to make four million dollars in five months. It's like, no, no, no. I'm not that guy. I'm the guy (laughs) that goes, I want you to achieve that goal here. We're going to put the bumpers in place so that you can get your you're going to be for the most, you know, like if we're playing uh, what is it, bumper bowling or whatever it is. Yeah. Those bumpers go in the gutters about halfway down or whatever, however far they go. It's like, I'll make sure you get here. After that, it's like, hopefully you have all the systems in place now and you are then you get the strike. Right. You know, maybe you got to maybe you only hit three pins, but that's okay. You're still (laughs) profitable. You made you you didn't get a gutter ball right off the get. Right. So. So um, what
2: what, what do you want uh, attendees to leave with at the LCR Summit when they attend your
3: workshop? I want to give them the knowledge and the tools to be able to, you know, really get a good grasp. It's, it's really, it's about numbers, but at the same time, I feel like it really is a different mindset that they're going to come away with. And, you know, I think you and I can agree over the time that we've known each other, there have been things that have inspired both of us and it, literally like certain things. It could be small things or it could be big things. But they, when you change your mindset about how you look at your business, that could be the key to immense success. Because really, the only thing you have to, it's not about anybody else. It's about what your beliefs are. Because I'll tell people all the time, I'll say, listen, you know, just going back into my lawn care business, we run it a very specific way. And I can't tell you how many people have criticized me about like, that'll never work. That doesn't work. That doesn't do any. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing it. I'm succeeding. I'm trying to tell you like this can happen. But because you said in your mind that this can't happen, then you're right. It can't happen for you. Right. It could happen for me. It could happen for somebody else that's, that's willing to do it. But because you said you can't do it and you're very emphatic about it and you're very, dedicated to that thought process. You're right. You can't do it, right. but I'm going, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to continue doing it because I, my lawn care business is still successful. It's profitable. It's, I, this is why I still do it. I'm just keeping in touch with my roots and still supporting my family off of my lawn care business. But I know that the, my bigger calling is to help others achieve success. And to help them avoid the failures that I, I failed at in my earlier life. So that's kind of the what I want to give them. I want, you know, I'm not going to, I can't guarantee that I'm going to solve all their problems, but I definitely can see that I can impact their life in a way that will help them get a new mindset. Maybe just, it might not be the perfect fit for them, but at least it's going to tweak a couple of things in their, you know. It, the wires in their head are going to be kind of not completely rewired, but it's definitely going to be like, hey, we're going to we're not going to short circuit anymore. We're going to finally make that connection that makes everything click and make everything work right. And then again, with the, you know, the triple B budgets, break evens, bottom lines, I think it's going to be something that they're going to be able to walk away with. Not only interact with me while we're doing the the whole workshop, but just something that Will finally start making sense and take away that mystery of how to figure out what your numbers are. If we're going to quote unquote that, right. you know, um, you know, you'll have an you'll have a, a very solid base to move on from. And I hope, I really hope that everybody that that goes to the summit, LCR Summit, each and every one of us that are attending and and speaking at this, we are the experts in that field that we're we're bringing and i really i really want to emphasize like pay attention interact it's going to be a small it's going to be a smaller group it's not going to be like a you know five thousand people there right it's pretty it's going to be pretty intimate you know yeah. what is it there, like there's only under 100 se-
2: there, yeah there's only 75 seats well technically i could squeeze in 100 people but i would rather yeah. it be a little lighter but the the main room um seventy five is a good a good amount for everyone to be in there and and have that kind of uh, engaging experience so
3: yeah absolutely so they like i just hope that because it's going to be smaller they take advantage of this because this is ridiculously uh like the the just the price of admission to get that hands- on feel i mean like just for a one-on one with me for budget, budgets break evens bottom lines it's a thousand dollars and the price is going up soon. Because I, I mean, I'm not trying to be salesy, but the thing is, it's like, I, I only have so many, so much time in my day right? that when I do the one-on-ones, it's like, man, it, it takes a lot because you right. know, it's, it's a big thing. Um, but it, just to get that. And I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to teaching people my, my course and my workshop, but just the other attendees or the, you know, the other speakers, I should say, yeah. not uh, attendees, the, the other, you know, like just with, uh, Paul Jameson and Mr. Producer doing the excellence in broadcasting, the Jeremy Vest, who, I mean, for YouTube, the, the, yeah, for YouTube, the, the relationships that he's had with other YouTubers and the, the, um, the, you know, the results that he gets from his, uh, workshops. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I know a lot of people are like, well, I'm, a am you know, I'm a mower guy or I'm a landscaper. What do I need YouTube for? It's not necessary. I don't look at it as just like, okay, you're going to go become a YouTube star. Not all of us are destined for that, but the, the fact is you can use those tools to become a better marketer for your own business, right? You could do it to, ex- you know, make your website excellent. You could do it to make your information that you share with your clients excellent you know yeah and all of the i think all of these things tie in all of the speakers tie in together because it's like it's not just like we're all independent in a way everything you learn that you're going to learn at the lcr summit can be it's like we all work off of each other in a sense like i said i i'm the numbers guy i'm going to teach you that aspect but then it's like okay it opens up how do you plan for a marketing budget which not only works with Keith Kalfas's, uh presentation, but it also works with, you could use the things from Jeremy Vest that you learn to work on your marketing. You could use the things with Paul Jamison and Mr. Producer to work on your marketing. Right. You could work with Marvin Salcido, where I, you know, it's like, hey, my numbers work with him because we're gonna lay it out so you could afford the best people and take care of them, have benefits packages and everything. And then he's gonna teach you how to like retain those people, not only because of the money that you pay them, but by incentivizing the company, them.
2: Yeah, and the company culture.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, Jonathan Petoschnik. I mean, what do I have to say about that gentleman? The long care millionaire right there, right? Yeah, well, he's it, just
2: coming back from a two-year sabbatical and he he uh people are like, What is that? I've been using this that word so often and I forget that not everyone has even heard of that word. But it's basically like instead of retiring, you're taking, a, a extended time off, you know, like an extended vacation, whatever you're just, so that could be any length of time for him. It was two years and it's called a sabbatical. So he, he just took two years off to literally travel the world with his kids at some, sometimes, but definitely with his wife, uh, was the common denominator there. Just, 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 you know, just enjoying life. He had just sold service autopilot. So he had all, all this, um, free time now because he wasn't running service autopilot, but he's, he, he's itching to get back into the, into the groove of things and start building some more stuff. And he was able to, uh, be in between trips because he's officially not done with all of this, these travels until March. And he's going to get back into YouTube and, and pod, he's got a pod, a new podcast coming out and all kinds of stuff he's got in the works. So, you know, I'm sure we could talk to him about that at the, at the summit, but. He's found some time in between um, his trips to 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 stop by, you know, for the LCR summit. So I'm I'm really um, honored and grateful that he was able to to work that out for us. But yeah, he's going to be doing the keynote speak. Uh, speech on Saturday morning to get everything kicked off and get you all pumped and ready to go. And then we dive into all the workshops. So it, it'll be great. And he's going to be around, you know, like he's going to be, he said, he wants to attend the podcasting and the YouTube workshops on Thursday <laughs> so that he can freshen up his skills and learn some more because he's, like I said, going to be starting his own podcast, a new podcast and uh, and YouTube channel. So, um, so he's, he, he's going to, he's there to learn as well. So it's it's just going to be a good
3: time all the way around for sure. Yeah, I and I really just to see Jonathan speak again. Uh, you know, we we talk off, you know, we we talk individually and things, but man, you could pick up so many gold nuggets just from talking to him casually. It's (laughs) right, it's incredible, you know. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it and you know, really, um. When you look at it, it's not rocket science. You should definitely just go get a <laughs> ticket at LCR summit. I mean, just lcrsummit.com is the, uh, this website, correct? Yes. Yep. So Maybe. just, you know, or you can,
2: or you can click the link in the episode description. So that, yeah, make sure.
3: Yeah. <laughs> if, you're li- if you're listening, if you're listening into it on Apple, uh, podcast, oh, make geez, sure you I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah copy cut, and paste, cut and copy paste, and paste <laughs> that link because I, yeah, I just found out recently that those links don't work. Um, and I was bummed about that, so yeah, I forgot some, about that. Yeah, because I, I, I used to just have hyperlinks in there and not realizing that people couldn't access it. And I'm like, how has that impacted people? I, I, they might have yeah. missed out on things
2: possibly uh, <laughs> hopefully people will figure it out but yeah that's why that's why we always try to say you go to lcrsummit.com or click the link in the episode description so it kind of just depends on what you know what platform sure. you're on and what you want to do and, and all that but regardless that's that's where you can go and hopefully we'll see you there on january 19th and 20th uh coming soon but john thanks for being on the episode where where can people find you know catch up with you and find more information i mean you got you know, your podcast and mm-hmm. your, your, uh, your, your coaching, all that. So let everybody know.
3: So profits with payjack is available on all the uh, podcasting libraries. So whatever you feel like listening to, you could find me at profits with payjack. That's uh, uh, that's, that's where you can find that part. Uh, com is where you could find all my coaching and courses. Uh, so, that, you know, Check that out if you want more information and you want a more of a one-on-one experience. Uh, other than that, on all social medias, it's basically just John Pajak. Yep. That's P-A-J-A-K. Pajak. Correct. There P-A-J-A-K. There
2: you go. There so, you go. And, and also that the those links, I'll have John send me the, all those links for, for quick ease, ease of use. And I can put those in the episode description as well. So, and you can you either go. copy and paste or click on it, depending on yeah. what
3: platform you're listening to. Yeah. Spotify and Libsyn and all those other ones, it's just they easy to click on it. That, but yeah. <laughs> but Apple, for some reason, says, no, you're going to have to work for it if you want to find this link. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Naylor, I appreciate you letting me take over your show for the day because I know I did. Uh, I just kind of went off and just started, you know, rambling on about how cool it's going to be. But oh, hey, that's what it's all about. You know, that the. It,
2: aside from the IBG episodes in between guests where I'm the only one, you know, when I have guests on, it's all about them, not me. Like I, I that's when I don't talk that much, you know, right. so, unless I, I get feel, going on a topic or something. Sure.
3: But. I feel that this episode, it's really not for me either. I really want people to, you know, get the greatest experience they can, especially in the off season, you know, because yeah, it, it's important. I think every single one of these, uh, masterclass workshops. That's what I call them, uh, that you're going to get at LCR summit. It, it really, I'm not kidding. It's not a tagline. It could really help change your business. It's an investment that you should make. You, you know, I know you got to travel and you got to, you know, some people might have to travel some people, whatever, but it's, it's definitely the the value that you're going to get from this is just incredible. Yeah. So I can't, I can't encourage people enough to to do this it's not it's not about it, it. we all every single person that's attending or that is speaking at this they really have the hearts of the teachers and they want to they really want to change people's lives I know that's one of my ambitions that's one of my you know my core uh, I don't even know what to call it but that's what's inside me and I get so excited when I can do that for people I can just reach out and change somebody's life for the better yeah so yeah
2: for sure well well thank you again john and thank you guys for listening uh till the next episode this is the lawn care rookie signing off
1: this has been an lcr media and mr producer production